Life's aches and pains, we all experience them. So I'm excited that Plus CBD Relief is backed by popular demand. As you know, I'm a big proponent of CBD to tonify the endocannabinoid system, a real breakthrough in herbal products. The CBD brand I take personally and recommend to my patients is Plus CBD from CV Sciences. Plus CBD's Relief line of soft gels is the ideal way to help promote a healthy inflammatory response. Plus CBD Relief is doctor formulated with recovery supporting ingredients, including CBD, CBDA, and Levagen PEA, which has been found in clinical trials to relieve severe headache faster than ibuprofen. Relief soft gels help address minor everyday soreness, support joint function, and encourage recovery following strenuous activity. All Plus CBD products are backed by science with clinically researched active ingredients. To learn more and to order, visit pluscbdoil.com Hoffman and use coupon code Hoffman30 for 30% off. That's pluscbdoil.com Hoffman for Plus CBD's relief soft gels. Welcome back to today's Intelligent Medicine Podcast. It's our weekly Q&A with Layla, something I very much look forward to because we have all kinds of interesting questions. Questions come to questions at drhoffman.net. And what's next, Layla? Well, Michael reached out to the scientist who did the study on nicotinamide riboside. Uh, he asked uh, Dr. Pirinen, you know, how much, how many milligrams... Sounds like a Finnish guy. Yeah. That's a Finnish name, Pyrinin. Pyrinin, is I'm it? I'm not familiar with it. I don't know. Yeah, I don't okay. Know. Was wondering how many, you know, uh, the, nicotide, uh, the nicotinamide riboside study, how many milligrams were given to, that were found to increase muscle mitochondrial biogenesis? So, and the, the, the scientists turned around and answered to Michael, at least 1,000 milligrams... That's, that's what I take. That's what yeah. I take. I take two uh, capsules of yeah. true niogen, mm-hmm. five hundred, uh, yeah. every morning. Yeah. So it's a, it's a thousand. So it's I take thousand. that. So you take that, right? My answer to that is, it really is not fully known. Mm. And the scientists and even people in anti aging field and biochemists and molecular biologists uh, are all over the map on this substance. And some of them believe that it can't possibly work. And some uh, are very convinced that it works. Mm-hmm. And I think there are studies that show that you can raise tissue levels of it by taking it orally. And that there are consequences in terms of actual performance and resistance to certain diseases. So wow. uh, I'm for it. Yeah. Uh, you know, I think more research needs to be done. There's a lot of research on it mm-hmm. because it's very promising. The whole idea is nicotinamide riboside increases mm-hmm. NAD. <coughs> NAD is declines as you age, mm-hmm. and it's a key energy intermediary. And anything that can amp up energy can potentially offset yeah. the effects of aging and debility. Yeah. Well, Michael, Michael also says that dosage is quite expensive for the average yes, person. Yes, I have an answer to that. You know how else you can increase your mitochondrial biogenesis? Yeah. A ketogenic diet. Okay, well... Your mitochondria will get bigger, and you'll make more new mitochondria. Right. burning fat for energy. It helps. Right. It but helps. short of a ketogenic diet, which is yeah. hard to implement for some people, mm. uh, that is a, it's a way to do it. But it, it's not like either or. You can True. You get an additive effect, presumably, if you do both. Yeah. 
if you really want to go for it. But then the question is like, how much, for the sake of optimization, are you willing to undergo? I mean, caloric restriction has been shown to extend life. Do you want to reduce your caloric intake by 40% for the next 30 years? You might live another five or eight years. Yeah. But it's going to seem longer. (laughs) I'd also want to know. It's going to seem more monotonous. Yeah. Will that induce hypothyroidism as well? It could have slow you down yeah, right? metabolically, yeah. you know, any number All of things. Of that. Yeah. So while we're talking about nicotine by riboside, you know, a lot of people say, what in the heck are you talking about? Where can we get this stuff? Well, you can find nicotinamide riboside. The brand is True Niagen, mm-hmm. one of the top sellers uh, on my full script dispensary at drhoffmanstore.com. Mm. And there you can find some of these esoteric things that we talk about here on, uh, on uh, Intelligent Medicine. Uh, you know, there are probably some AMPK activators there if you're interested in that, although I, you know, they're on my radar screen, but I don't prescribe yeah. them or take them. Because uh, we stock only the, the highest quality supplements. Because if you go on the internet and you mm-hmm. go like Amazon or, you know, wherever, you it's a free fire zone. You're not assured of quality. True. You're not even assured of authenticity. Yep. So go to... Where You're the not professionals sure it came go. out of a dumpster or not. This is, I'm sorry, it's happened. This is where professionals go to get their supplements. Yeah. So yeah. if you, you, you as a listener have access to drhoppenstore.com as a portal to Fullscript, and you can, there you can find many of the products we talk about here. So yep. give it a shot. Yep. Michael, thank you for those very thoughtful questions. Okay. All right. We have an interesting question from Sandy. I need an unbiased opinion. And I know that you will give me one. I have SIBO, and I've been treated by a functional doctor, a gastroenterologist with no results. But the only thing I haven't tried yet is rifaximin. Is this something I should consider? I'm, I, I'm, it's interesting that your functional doctor didn't already advise you to take that, or even a gastroenterologist. I mean, the gastroenterologists love it. Yeah, yeah. So would you recommend that? It, it's Sandy worth a try. The, the only problem with rifaximin, mm-hmm. it's specifically targeted to treat bacterial overgrowth for uh, especially IBSD, where it's diarrhea predominant yeah. IBS. And what it does is it kills off a lot of the bad bacteria, uh, along with some of the good bacteria, but it, mm-hmm. it's not absorbed into the bloodstream, so it doesn't have a, sy- a systemic effect. Uh, it's bloody awful expensive. Mm-hmm. And so some people have resorted to going to Canadian pharmacies to get it, which I think is okay, or even Indian pharmacies, which is a little bit of a reach. But the price disparity is so great that uh, that might be worth investigating. I believe, what is it, $600 for a round? And it's often not covered unless you have some serious, you know, Serious insurance. (laughs) <laughs> Serious insurance, yes. And, and some, like the right indication to take it, you have to play yeah. games with the insurance codes to get it. Um, so it, it's worth a try. You as you know, and you, we've seen patients on rifaximin. One of the nice things about rifaximin is if you take it and you get better, it's likely you have SIBO, you have a bacterial imbalance. Yeah. But you can't take it forever. No. And if you stop taking it, you know, it's just like if you go out, you know, on the patio with a fly swatter, and, you know, you kill a bunch of flies, and you say, oh, man, that's great. There's no more flies. In a few days, there'll be the same number of flies that were there before. Until you put some screening up on that porch. That's right. <laughs> so until you make changes in your diet, you'll right. get your SIBO again. Right, right, possibly. right. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, you know, it's, it, it, there's 
you cannot eradicate the bad bacteria. Yeah. What you what you can do long term, and a lot of functional medicine doctors do it. I don't know if you're functional. Not all functional medical doctors, uh, you know, have equal aptitude in this field. Uh, as an alternative to rifaximin, because you can use these things long term, uh, we prescribe something called uh, candibactin AR yes. and candibactin BR. Mm -hmm. And those are available on full script at yes. the drhoffmanstore.com portal. Mm -hmm. And you can, uh, one is uh, aromatic herbs. Uh, which I believe include uh, uh, oregano. Yes. And I believe rosemary. Yes, there's rosemary, there's oregano. And those are antibacterial mm -hmm. in one way. And then there's also uh, BR, the B stands for berberine. It's berberine and some other herbs, yes. which uh, tend to suppress the overgrowth of harmful bacteria. Yeah. And I find that that regimen, when you use, you know, you start by taking one a day of one or the other and work up to one twice daily and then two twice daily. And then you can add the other and, you know, gradually you can take, uh, two of each twice daily mm -hmm. for a period of time and often you get better. Yeah. And then we taper, you know, we can cut back we and taper. for maintenance, you might take one of each daily just to keep the bacterial count suppressed yeah. and that's mm -hmm. uh in some studies that these herbs have been shown to be as effective uh as, as rifaximin yes 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 because they're antimicrobials so right 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 a short-term solution to SIBO from a nutritional standpoint is a low FODMAP diet but we don't want you on a low FODMAP diet forever we don't want you not eating garlic and onions and broccoli and asparagus and apples and these are nutritious right. foods that although you should be there's eating. some people who there it, it, it's maybe genetic or maybe microbiome thing that they cannot eat those things yeah and they they really have to forego those things so then yeah. we have to find alternatives for the nutrition we have to find lots of yeah. different alternatives because those are some very important uh, yeah uh, yeah okay Sandy best of luck to you okay Good now point in which to pause time. because yep. we want to allow our sponsors, uh, Forum, to share an important message with you. So listen up. Here goes. This episode of Intelligent Medicine is brought to you by Propax Gold with NT Factor, a complete vitamin and mineral formula. NT Factor is the only nutritional formula clinically proven to reduce fatigue, whatever the cause, age, illness, or just being run down. NT Factor repairs damaged cells and restores healthy bacteria in your digestive tract. Clinical trials have shown NT Factor reduces fatigue by almost half and it even reverses some symptoms of aging. I've been taking NT Factor for years. With a 45-day money-back guarantee, you have nothing to lose. To order, call 800-982-9158, 800-982-9158, or go to ntfactor.com. That's ntfactor.com. Thanks for listening and thanks for supporting our sponsors. They are what make Intelligent Medicine a continuing free resource to you, and I thoroughly support them and hope that you have the opportunity to try them and see if they make a difference for you and your health. So now let's hear another question. We've got an email from Bonnie. Uh, dear Dr. Hoffman and Layla, my, my daughter just sent me an article. It was about a study that was conducted at the Cleveland Clinic that says the culprit is choline in eggs, and when choline interacts with gut bacteria, it forms TMAO. Can I read you the headline? Yes. Scientists warn eggs are causing thousands of people to suddenly form blood clots. 
Yeah. Well, isn't that interesting? There's so many people developing blood clots, but it's eggs that are causing it's the, the blood. It's the eggs that are doing it. It must be the eggs that are doing it. Meanwhile, you can't get eggs unless you're paying $7 Wait a for... <laughs> did Did DeMar Hamlin eat eggs before that football game? Oh, my goodness. He might have had cardiac arrest because he ate... He those. ate eggs, yeah. and it caused that... that yeah. Uh, I th that's kind of a funny headline, because there are other people who are attributing every... A sudden unexplained death to the vaccine, mm. where I think that's a little overkill, but I, it's mm. certainly scary that it there is. is such an increase in uh, yeah. young people getting uh, blood clots and cardiac, mm -hmm. uh, you know, heart attacks and mm -hmm. sudden cardiac death. So it's not the eggs. So here's the deal: um, choline is an essential nutrient. You know, choline is a very important nutrient. Yeah. ninety percent of Americans don't get enough choline. Mm -hmm. Choline is not the culprit. Dysbiosis is the culprit. Yes. And so we need to get adequate choline. And, you know, another helpful thing, carnitine also yeah. uh, contributes to uh, increased TMAO, mm -hmm. but only in people who have the wrong microbiome. Right. And a diet that is rich in prebiotics yeah. uh, helps to alleviate that. Mm -hmm. So uh, that theory was popular for a while, and I I, I was going to start testing people for TMAO, mm -hmm. but then I just read so much that pushed back against that. True. And I don't think... you're talking about a healthy diet. And by the way, when you read a headline like that, that's not from the Cleveland Clinic. Mm. That's from a health writer. Yes. And the health writer yes. took some study mm -hmm. that probably had a lot of caveats and Flawed a lot of qualifications mm -hmm. in it, saying, we need more studies, we don't know, and... Turn it into clickbait. Yeah. And shame on them. Mm -hmm. But, you know, they got their True. their little honorarium for writing the article and, you know, off they went. Mm -hmm. But I think that is, you know, journalistic malpractice to report on something like that. Because so if this were the case, let's put it this way. Yeah. Let's look at epidemiological studies. Epidemiological studies where people consume eggs do not show that eggs increased cardiac death. Right. Yeah. Now, results may vary. There may be some people who have familial hyperlipidemia or some condition where maybe they really should curtail mm -hmm. dietary cholesterol. But for the vast majority of people, the 99%, yeah. uh, eggs do not increase cardiovascular death. So mm -hmm. it kind of disproves the TMAO theory. True. And the very foods that are rich in TMAO, well, let's talk about them. Soy. Soy. Soy is not associated with increased cardiac no. death. Fish. Fish, not associated no. with cardiac death. Yeah. In fact, the reverse. Yes. So All those beneficial omega-3s and... So, yeah. context, context, context. True. Now, another thing that happens when you eat a lot of eggs, maybe you're eating a lot of eggs and you're eating a lot of sausage. Maybe you're uh, eating eggs with a lot a of... A lot of toast. At, you know, IHOP. Yeah, you know? exactly. So exactly. we could say that, yeah. you know, maybe there's some correlation between egg consumption. Right. It's like, oh, well, you're eating a lot of, you're eating a lot of red meat, but they're talking about cheeseburgers and French fries and soft drinks and all of that. Mm -hmm. So that's really the culprit more than anything. So I'm so. not big on this TMAO thing, and I, I was open to it. Mm -hmm. But then I kind of backed away from it, and I read some very good studies that said, you know, we need context mm -hmm. for understanding that, because biochemically, what happens in a test tube mm -hmm. does not necessarily happen in the body. Yeah. 
That's true. No, Bonnie, you were right. Colleen is essential. This was a clickbait thing that your daughter sent you. And, uh, yeah, we need it for our brains. We need it for our brains. And even prenatally. You, uh, it, it is essential for acetylcholine in the brain. Yes. Uh, and it's very important prenatally. It's also important at the other extreme of life as you age. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I feel sorry for the people eating egg whites. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. or worse yet, egg substitutes like egg beaters. Oh, no. Oh, is that stuff still around? I've not seen that. In the Oof. That's all that is, is vegetable oil. Yeah. Talk about causing a problem. I think Bill Gates eats that. Probably. <laughs> and is a, he can continue eating that. I don't, I don't mind. <laughs> I, I never was happy with Microsoft. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I cursed that so many, you know, oh, Explorer, like, damn you, Bill Gates. <laughs> yeah. So, Bonnie, thank you very much for that very thoughtful uh, question. Oh, we've got a question here from Edie about, is the, she calls it the EBCT, is it outdated? She's referring to the EBT heart scan, hmm. but she's saying, I've read that the EBCT is the most accurate, fast, accurate, fastest, least radiation exposure test for checking calcification around mm -hmm. the arteries of yeah. the heart. Mm -hmm. uh, is that still the case? And, well, it, it, or is it, it not? It, it's, it is actually, uh, kind of an old technology. Yeah. It's been around for at least 20 years, mm -hmm. and it is low radiation, inexpensive, mm -hmm. and in not in not invasive. But it's not a CT. It is a CT. It is a CT. It's, 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 a, it's, a, it's, a, ah. it's a CT, which is done so quickly that it has poor definition for soft tissue, but it picks up the calcium. Okay. Which is like hard plaque. Yeah. It doesn't look at soft tissue, so it's not a good way of visualizing your internal organs like an ordinary CT, but that's good because it has less radiation. Mm -hmm. It's Because it's ultra-fast, see, a, a, a CT, actually, you go in that donut and it takes a lot of pictures, a bunch, a bunch, a bunch, yeah. a bunch, a bunch, a bunch, a bunch of pictures, and then computer collates that. Mm -hmm. Well, if you do it ultra-fast, you get less images, but enough images to create an image of your coronary arteries to, to show the if there's... salient information. Yeah, on, to show if there's calcium, calcium in your yeah. coronary So I like that test. Yeah. But uh, eventually, uh, surpassing it will be CT angiography, mm. where they inject dye, and they see if the dye passes into your arteries. And, you, and that, you can apply things like the Clearly software, and you can differentiate the hard plaque from the soft plaque, and that is not covered by insurance. It's kind of expensive, yeah. twelve hundred bucks or fourteen hundred bucks, and uh, it should become the gold standard. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, it's, it's pretty comprehensive. It's always, you know, the best things in medicine don't necessarily get to the top because, first of all, regulatory they have to get through uh, FDA, mm -hmm. and then they have to get through. Which involves like a lot of expensive investment in testing mm -hmm. and application fees. Frankly, you have to pay to play. And secondly, yeah. uh, there's the issue of medical economics. Like, what if every American mm -hmm. uh, at the age of forty should get a clearly test, you know, mm -hmm. coronary angiography? Because it would actually be beneficial to find out early if you have plaque. Sure. So let's that puts about maybe 50 million Americans on tap for a test that's going to cost uh, the insurance companies 1200 1400 bucks a pop. Mm -hmm. um, they're going to fight that. 
dignified. That, Absolutely. Yeah. You know? But yeah. if you need a bypass at seventy-five thousand dollars, they'll cover that. Yeah. Oh, isn't that something? Yeah. So Edie says, having had a recent EKG that indicated fifty-five beats a minute, which is below the normal sixty-two hundred. Yay, range. fifty-five. Yeah. That, that, and a diagnosis of sinus bradycardia. What? Yeah. Oh, that, that, no, that's, excuse me, that's a technicality. It's technically anything under 60 is sinus bradycardia. Yeah. So that's not, that's not a, a, a medical problem. Okay. Unless but the cardiologist strongly suggested I get a calcium scoring test. <laughs> wow. I don't know why. But I don't think that's because, because I have a low heart. I have, mine goes down to like, if, if I'm really chill, it'll go down to like 48 or 50. Yeah. Because uh, I'm a well-trained exactly. you know, uh, endurance You know, your heart, athlete. when it decides to beat, it'll beat. That, that's Actually, great. one of the, it, you know, in terms of like simple tests for, you know, are you going to make it? You mm-hmm. know, like, you know, how likely you are to die? There's a few. One is like your ability to traverse a certain distance, yeah. like at a certain rate. You know, how far can you go in an allotted time? Yeah. Okay, you can't always do that. You know, another simple thing is a grip a grip test with a device that actually measures your grip strength. Mm-hmm. And there's a very strong correlation between that and frailty, mm. which is associated with your 10-year risk of dying. Yeah. Uh, but another thing that is associated with your risk of dying is your heart rate. And if you have a if you yes. at rest have a heart rate that's 70 or above, mm-hmm. that's not good. Yeah. That's not good. Yeah. Now, I'm not saying everybody should have a heart rate of 45. Mm-hmm. That's not and, a well-conditioned heart. And and you have to distinguish between sinus bradycardia in an elderly person who is going to need a pacemaker soon versus mm-hmm. sinus bradycardia in a well-trained athlete who's in excellent shape. Yeah. Um so Somebody might have a heart rate of like 45, and that's troublesome because they may not, your heart may need pacing to get faster to yeah. pump enough blood. Yeah. But that isn't always the case because, a, like, some super marathoner might have that sure. heart rate as a baseline heart rate because they got big, strong hearts and, you know, mm-hmm. they pump a lot of blood. They have great cardiac output with each beat. Yeah. But an elderly, frail person with a sinus bradycardia might might be a problem. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. This one of those strange things in medicine is like, oh my god, I've got sinus bradycardia. Go directly to get your arteries checked. Well, oh, there's no correlation goodness. between sinus bradycardia and getting your arteries checked. There isn't, right? Yeah. But you know, they, look, it's good. You you can get information, and hopefully you'll you'll uh, write us back and email us and tell us that you have zero plaque. Right. <laughs> Right. Edie, thank you for your question. Okay. Well, we've got a question here from Danny. How many milligrams daily would you suggest for taking SAMe? And can you suggest a comprehensive supplement protocol? I can't do that. No, that's a consult. <laughs> yeah. Danny, we need to get to the source of yeah, the question. Yeah, I mean, that's the whole idea of, like, you know, a comprehensive, you know, one-size-fits-all thing. But I, they, there's... So that's actually the... A, the wrong question to ask, yeah, yeah. but you can ask about Sammy. Sammy, and Sammy is one of those things where I like to hit patients kind of hard with Sammy. Sammy is used for depression mm-hmm. and anxiety, and it can also be used sometimes for pain, fibromyalgia, yes. and joint and pain too. Right. It, it seems to have a beneficial effect on liver function as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, certain liver conditions respond well to it. Um, 
So I... What is it, 400 milligrams it, twice it, a day? No, I would start like 1,200 or even 1,600. Now, that's expensive. Wow. But I would mm -hmm. do that for a month or six weeks. And if you don't get a good response at that high dose, that's not for you. Okay. It's, not, it's not a lock and key for you. Yeah. Uh, because I think all too often people will buy cheap Sammy at like 200 milligrams or 100 milligrams. They'll take like one or two. And they say, well, Sammy didn't work for me. Yeah. But Sammy's enough. one of those, you know, I like to say, you know, uh, God didn't create supplements for that will always work with one twice daily. Right. You know? That's true. Because <laughs> sometimes it's two twice daily. Sometimes it's, it it's it, three. It takes more Four. of certain things to work. So, for example, uh, I'm taking uh, creatine now for muscle. Mm -hmm. And creatine, you have to take five grams daily. That would wow. be five 1,000 milligram pills. I prefer to take the powder. Mm -hmm. um, so, Similarly, for Sammy, a therapeutic dose might be 1,600, ah. which is four 400s. Four 400s. Or eight 200s. Eight 200s. And now, how long would you keep somebody on that dose, and if it's working for them? I would say is there a maintenance dose? four to six weeks. Okay. If you think it's working, great. See if you can get by with less, mm -hmm. you know, for maintenance. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But Great Sammy advice. really works. Uh, there's actually a book called The Sammy Miracle. Wow. It was written a few years ago by uh, a psychiatrist at Columbia whose name eludes me right now, but I should know. Um, it's not Greenblatt or Greenberg, I think. No, not that's not, no, I think another it's, psychiatrist, but maybe not the one you're... you're you're thinking hold, about. hold on, let's. I'm yeah. just going to look it up. It's very easy. Well, to look. yeah, I, and I want to talk about. I think Sammy is such a better option. I've had people ask me about St. John's Wort, Doctor Hoffman. I'm not a fan of St. John's Wort because I, it, I looked up Sammy Miracle and I got something the Sammy uh -huh. the same miracle from Jesus. Oh, because I didn't spell it Sammy. I spelled the same. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't like St. John's Wort because it interacts with so many different medications. Yeah. That's, and, anybody, and, and that's why I, I don't even recommend it to anybody for fear that they're, they will begin taking something while they're on St. John's Wort and they haven't let me know about it to tell them, hey, stop taking St. John's Wort if you're taking that new blood pressure medication or some other, right? So. Oh, okay, the book called Sammy. The book is actually called The Sammy Solution. Ah. Okay. Let me see. And I'll tell you, I've I have witnessed some oh. of my own patients well, a book do by very Do well. Doctor Deborah Mitchell, but that's the one the one I'm thinking yeah. about. Oh, I guess there are more books written. I don't know. It's such Sam. an old book that maybe it's, it's out of print. A, it's such a miracle that more people have written about it. That's what it is. Yeah, that could be it. But I've seen very good results with Sammy. Very, very good results with Sammy and our patients. Oh, Dr. Richard Brown. And it, it's not called oh. The Sammy Miracle. It's called mm -hmm. Stop Depression Now. And it's a classic book on natural interventions for mood. Mm. But he's a big fan of Sammy. So maybe I just imagine that. Terrific. Okay. So right. good stuff. Mm -hmm. uh, that's all the time we have for today. But please send your questions to... Questions at drhoffman.net. That was your cue to say that. So <laughs> thanks for joining us. Have yourselves a great week. And we will reconvene next week with more Q&A with Layla. Thank you for listening. I'm Dr. Ronald Hoffman, and this is Intelligent Medicine. This is Layla Mutin, RD. I see patients regularly, along with Dr. Hoffman. 
If you require a nutrition consult with me but live out of town, there's no need to travel to New York City. I have telephone consultations with clients from all over the country. Please visit drhoffman.com for more information. And to set up an appointment, call 212-779-1744. That's 212-779-1744. I look forward to being a collaborator in your health care.